I have long since finished parenting. It was a great gig. But now in this phase of my life, I cherish my freedom and my independence. I don't mind sharing my space sometimes because I'm a very social person. However, at the end of the day, I want nothing alive waiting for me on the other side of that door when I come home. <laughs> nothing that needs feeding, walking, or watering. That covers all people, plants, and pets. <laughs> I think dogs are very high maintenance. I love dogs, but other people's. Then I can give them back, like grandchildren. You borrow them, you give them back, but not to own one. It's too much work. Also, dogs are in my art. I make paper mache dogs, and people see them, and they say, oh, you must have a dog. And I say, no way. I am not prepared to walk behind a dog and pick up its poop. <laughs> my daughter, Lee, went, to, uh, she went somewhere for this dog. She got herself a silky one-year-old terrier. It already had been turned away from two families for its excessive barking. I already don't like this dog. <laughs> it's manic. It has no social skills. It has a high-pitched yelp. And he figured a way to trick the bark collar so that it lowers its decibel just in the no-zap zone. At least it was neutered, so there was no leg humping. <laughs> when my family said, you know, we might move out of state in four years, we'll give the dog to you. I said, that dog has four years to live. <laughs> and I forgot where I was going. <laughs> he has four years to live. Okay, so the dog and my family are in my neighborhood. So I decide that I'm going to go over there, and it's easy to give it walks. I decide that I start to see the dog's finer qualities, like it's cute. And it's crazy for me. It's so wildly enthusiastic as it rushes to the door to, to just greet me. I said, when was the last time a guy left skid marks to get to me? <laughs> I want to know this dog better. <laughs> now, sleepovers are, they're going to require some boundaries. Considering what Teddy and I were becoming to each other, I knew he expected to be in my bed. So I decided he's going to need some restraints if he's going to win that prize. <laughs> the first time, I let him sleep in my room, but I put the bed on a wingback chair across from me so he can see me at eye level. He looks, he'd like to be closer, but he gives up and falls asleep. The second time, I am compromising. I put his bed on my bed. This he cannot understand. <laughs> he steps into his bed, he turns around, 
and he lets go with this high pitch whine. I pretend not to notice as I'm laying there pretending to read my book. The third time, my resistance is gone. I drift to sleep with the feel of a soft, furry little body cuddled next to me. Mind you, he's not moving in. This is just an affair. <laughs> it's nothing more than that. Then comes the day, the dreaded call. Mom, we have to talk. I said, I don't want a dog. I knew. She insisted I come over. They can't keep Teddy. I decide, I listen. They say, you're the one, the obvious one, who can take the dog. I balk at this. I say, put him on Craigslist. Take him to the pound. My grandchildren are horrified. Nana. If you don't take him, he'll die. <laughs> now I know, as silently, I'm going to take him. However, I want to see how long I can keep up this resistance. <laughs> I finally yield to the inevitable. I take the leash. And that night, I walk Teddy home for the first time to my house as my dog. I am his human. He is my dog. And I'm thinking... I'm his fourth owner. I'm like New York. If he can't make it here, he can't make it anywhere. <laughs> a friend of mine said, how do you know this is going to work? I said, four years of foreplay. <laughs> so the first order of business, I take him to the spa at the vets. He gets the treatment. Shampoo, nail, nail trim, butt shave, teeth brushed. If he's going to sleep with me, he's got to be bed ready. I don't want to fit these great lines. Um, <laughs> he's got to be bed ready. Um, okay. Also, I start to think about all this unconditional love that people talk about you get from a dog, right? What is that? How do you test that? And then I remembered I saw something. Put your dog and your spouse in the trunk of your car. Come back in an hour. Who is really happy to see you? <laughs> Teddy um, and has a pretty cushy, cushy life with me. He's got three doggy beds in the house where I usually hang out. Plus, he's got my bed. And then in my big fenced yard, he can run like the wind. And then there's even a dog park in the corner of the yard, complete with lights, sculptures. I finally have a real dog that can play in there. <laughs> Teddy and I have been together now for almost a year. We're learning to, um, we're adjusting to each other's needs and personalities. He has become much more mellow, and I am learning to be a pack leader, although sometimes I wonder who is leading whom. Oh, this is so good. I have a great ending for you. I just told him, 
<laughs> okay, so who is leading whom? Um, oh boy. Okay, I know this is good. This is really good. Uh, <laughs> oh, I remember. I remember. <laughs> oh, this is good. I look at him across the room and I say to myself, wow, I really have a dog. And then I know it's true because in the pockets of every outer coat, raincoat, vest, and bathrobe are orange plastic poopy bags. <laughs> and I know every morning what I see, two furry ears near my pillow. It looks like there is something really, something on the other side of that door when I get home. Something that needs my full attention. Oh, Teddy, what a good boy you are. Thank you.